0: And it's, you know, we're not even mid-May. It is mid-May. I guess it's literally mid-May. Beware the Ides of May. Hello, hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Battery Mates. It's we are we are one month into the season, more than a month into the season. <laughs> the last time we 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 all, we all met here on this podcast app, you we were all talking about what are the you know the hopes and dreams we had for the twenty twenty two season. Um, joining me from uh, Manchester, England, is Matthew McGregor. Hello, Matthew. Hello, hello there. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Toby in Chicago, and I so Matthew, I just did a quick scan of the standings, and I, I think this is a this is a I I'm not sure what to think. Um, so the Nats are in last place. Uh, the Guardians are uh, under 500, but in second place <laughs> somehow. Because the American League Central is garbage. Um, The Yankees and the Mets are the best teams in their respective leagues. (laughs) Womp. Uh, With the Astros and the Yankees West uh, nipping at their heels. There are currently seven teams on pace to win over 100 games. (laughs) And there are five teams on pace to lose over 100 games. It is really a strange time in Major League Baseball. Um, And yeah... What do you make of this season so far? Should we Should this we take? <laughs> fucking sucks. The season sucks. We, I just want to
1: say that we're, we're in last place in the NL East, but Cincinnati have won nine games all season. Nine games.
0: They are. And they've played more than win- that. They've played more than nine games. They have played more than nine games. Their win percentage is 257,
1: and that is an. <laughs> absolute shocker the other day they played so badly they had a combined team no hitter and they lost the game to pittsburgh
0: i it wasn't even a combined was it it was the one pitcher for eight innings wasn't it wasn't no, oh, it was no it was
1: no he he went he went 7 oh,
0: okay they only pitched 8
1: right because they didn't it they was, lost the game <laughs> they lost the game so <laughs> that is quite incredible uh, levels of badness and the nationals are only four uh, are only two games ahead of them so oh boy yeah we're we're in a we're in a bad bad place
0: but you know i will say it this way um if you're going to stink stink all the way right you don't you, you want to you, you know growing up in cleveland um that was i think on the on the uniforms um <laughs> stink all the way i mean they you you want to you don't want to be the a team that wins 70 games you want it to be a team that wins 60 games because that way there's no expectations whatsoever
1: stink until it is flammable <laughs> that's the cleveland's city slogan
0: oh in every yeah, part of uh, life uh, stink until uh. it's flammable <laughs> yes
1: yeah, it's bad it's bad um I, I try to watch, because most of the games are overnight, my time. Yeah. Um, the day games we play particularly badly in, we're playing so badly in day games that I get to watch. I'm actually going to um, try and pull out our win-loss record for just the day games, just to, just to prove that it's particularly bad. I try to watch the highlights in the morning. I wake up around 6 a.m. UK time, so 1 a.m. Eastern, and the highlights are usually there already. Shepard the ml tv people but it is it is bad it is bad i um i sometimes watch highlights during my lunch break um and today i just couldn't face it It, we lost 7-0 to the astros yesterday so i i went and watched highlights from the 2019 season that's how low (laughs) it's got i know that's kind of really sappy and sad but that's what i've been reduced to
0: the the Nationals I'm just looking at ESPN's standings right now. The Nationals are five and fifteen at home. Yeah. That's a two that's a two fifty win percentage at home. At home, yeah. That's not away home. from home. Not too shabby. <clears throat> seven and
1: nine. Not too shabby. I think seven and nine, right? Yeah. Not too shabby. That's not that's at not home, bad. That'll play. Maybe this team of um nationals baseball players is allergic to corruption.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean,
1: there's a political joke there. Sorry. I know we don't like to do politics on this show. No, we don't. But I threw that in. Booz Allen, go fuck yourselves.
0: <laughs> oh, we new sponsor for this episode now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, do you have anything else to say about the Nats before I give a, a quick uh, recap of the Guardians season? So far? Nope. no, I have nothing
1: to say. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, For those following the the Guardians, first of all, I'm getting a lot better at saying Guardians um, and not slipping uh, and saying something else. Um, And I also like for a long time was because we spent so many, you know, multiple seasons saying Cleveland Baseball Club. I I mostly just said that for a while. And then I had I've had to break my uh, just get used to saying Guardians. Um, It is, you know took a, Took a while. It's really kind of entertaining to listen to um, road the road uh, broadcast because sometimes they <sighs> will just completely forget uh, for, for minute innings on end. Um, so I think we you know we didn't really start the season off with great expectations. I think we were hoping for around five hundred, and that's what we are. <laughs> we're about a five hundred team. Um, they're the youngest team in baseball. You're going to hear me say that a lot this season. Um, and 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 they're playing like it. They're you know they would go they'll go on hot streaks. Um, they have a lot of young, exciting players that are, like, you know, going through growing pains. And um, it's fun. We've, we've got players who, uh, I, I, you know, no one had any— ex- I mean, people hadn't heard of Stephen Kwan before, unless you were really following the minor leagues. You probably had never heard of him before this season. Um, and then he makes a team out of spring training, starts off with, I think, the most consecutive at-bats without swinging and missing in Major League <sighs> Baseball history to start your career. Um, it's a superb stat. It's a, that is a superb yeah. stat. It's crazy, and and then like in the stories about it, apparently he he credits um, pinball. He apparently played pinball as a child, uh, starting at age like three or four. I think his parents might have met playing pinball or something. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's bizarre, but he um, he also is like a big pin- anyway. Stephen Kwan, um, uh, sleeper rookie of the year candidate, but. Uh, honestly i think the thing that's disappointing about the Guardians so far is they're starting pitching which has been such a strength of this team for as long as we've been recording this podcast um and expected to be uh, a strength of the team this season has been a, a real weakness i think they're probably 14th in the american league which is only 15 teams um in in uh like runs allowed uh or era i don't know if it's era or batting average again something like that it's not great and um uh and it's not that Bullpen. The bullpen seems pretty, pretty fine. Uh, you know, slightly, maybe even above average. Um, it's the starting pitching that's just like really disappointing. A couple players just aren't, don't seem to be major league quality so far. They've had they have track records, so you know they're gonna get a couple more runs out there. Um, and I think Shane Bieber's still coming back from his sh- shoulder injury last year, so it's it's not it's not a great situation. Um, but again, not having expectations uh is is pretty fun and this division is not good like it, you know we're three games out of first two games in down in the loss column behind the twins uh and you know if we would have gone into minnesota this weekend and swept them we would be in first place right now we didn't do that <laughs> so we're in second place right now but uh nobody's running away with this division and you know i my i think the best case scenario for cleveland this season is um sticking around 500 uh, maybe going on a run near the end, and and but having the young kids really fuel the, kind of you know whatever whatever happens, and that that'll be fun. And if we you know have a playoff run in us, great. But I don't think that's no one's holding that as the the uh, the me- measure of success for this season. So that's the Cleveland Guardians April and early May 2022 recap. <laughs> brought to you by Boo's breaking Allen. news <laughs> get,
1: get your latest baseball news here
0: <laughs> um should we go around the horn i don't know yes we let's really do that. we really need a around the horn like little bam, 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 like you know some sort of do
1: you know i'm told that those are called stingers
0: stingers that's what we need
1: stingers we need like, a yeah. around the horn yeah.
0: Horn, 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 horn. Brought horn. to you by Booze Allen. Um, <laughs> uh, well, so what, let's talk about the surprises about the season because I don't think the Nationals being bad or the Guardians being meh are uh, at all surprising. Um, I, what's your what? If to you, is the biggest surprise? Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I um, I'm kind
1: of. I'm kind of taken with the Met story this season
0: yeah
1: the the they have so much money they're finding it hard to Met on things <laughs> but every now and again like the met the real Mets poke through like you had the injuries at the beginning of the season and they've had a couple of like mini slumps and it is like it is like an it's like watching an existential row between two sides of the personality. Like Steve Cohen is trying to wrestle the soul of the Mets away from the Mets so that they don't Mets anymore. And the Mets are trying to Mets it up. And uh, it's fun. I like it. It's, it's like watching the Mets try and play themselves uh, each night.
0: <laughs> they have the largest division lead in baseball right now. Um, five and a half games. They
1: are,
0: they are playing
1: fairly well. And, it, and, and I don't sticks. like it.
0: No one else is playing well in the division, right? That's the, I mean, the Phillies are... Phillies, Braves, and Marlins are all kind of meh, and the Nationals are actually bad. Ugh. The
1: Nationals stink, um, but I think the Nationals are playing... I think the Nationals are actually playing a little bit below their true worth, and I think the Phillies are as well. So, this could change around, but, you know, the Mets are a very, very strong team, and they're playing well, and they have some um, folks to come back, so uh, they're yeah. going to be okay. They're going to be okay, and the depth of the team, you know, it, 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 when they play in the nationals, it's it's kind of like watching Man City play Norwich City. They're not trying that hard, so <laughs> the game isn't the game isn't that close, but they're also not trying that hard. Um, it's a kind of a quiet day uh so I feel like I feel like they're gonna they're gonna be real strong but you you can just definitely see the Mets the real Mets are under there trying to poke their heads up
0: so I think my biggest surprise uh, that the Mets are up there um and I think on the the flip side of that the the Red sox being as bad as they are is up there I, I I don't think any i don't i didn't see that coming um the red sox are 13 and 21 as of we're recording this they're twelve they're already 12 games out of first. 12 games. Not even the Tigers. Yeah. Are tw- the Tigers are eight games back. The Nationals are 11 games back. The Reds are 13 games back. So they're, they're, you know, Only. this is a lot of games out. You know, you're pretty much almost out of it already. Um, and it's, you know, we're mm. not even mid-May. It is mid-May. I guess it's literally mid-May. Um, but, so yeah, Red Sox are, are very bad. Beware about. the Ides of May. <laughs> but the... the um, I think uh, to, to maybe focus on a positive note. The um, happy, uh, it's it's good to see the Los Angeles Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim performing. Uh, you know they're good so far this season. Um, I mean they have they've had the best player in baseball pretty much the entire time we've been recording. This, Mike Trout, who was hurt most of last season. Um, they have the arguably the best player in baseball last season, in spite of Mike Trout being injured. Shohei Ohtani. And this is – so now they're finally putting it together. If they can if they can keep this up all year, that'll be a really fun story. You know, famously, Mike Trout's only played in one playoff series, and it was early on in his career. So uh, it would be nice to see them in the playoffs. Um, I don't think I would go as far as to root for them, but it would be fun to see them on the – you know, the uh, in that situation. Now, however, even though they're 24 and 13, they're still – I mean they're tied for first technically, um, but they are they have a lower winning percentage than the Houston Astros, the Houston Astros in their division, and it's just like, man, 24 and 13 in the in the uh, American League Central. You would be uh, up six games. <laughs> You'd be if you were if the Twins were 24 and 13, they'd be have a six game lead uh, over the Guardians. Uh, but that is a. Tough division there in the in the AL West. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, but I guess that'll be my, that'll be my biggest surprise. Um, but uh, yeah, and I don't I, know. I,
1: look, I'm wrong about most things, but I believe yes. that I said that I thought the Angels would win the AL West.
0: I mean, we can have our research team dig it up. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's uh, <laughs> uh,
1: I think I did. And you scoffed at, at me. And I, I think scoffed is the right word. Hmm. And I thought that maybe I was an idiot.
0: Hmm. Well, now who's the idiot? <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> Rangers fans are the idiots. Um, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <did> ever, <laughs> the Rangers won a lot. They remember they they made all those moves right before the, the lockout. And everybody was like, oh, the Rangers are be so good this year. And it's... Uh, <laughs> They are currently fourteen and nineteen. I mean, it's early. It's early, but still, that's a hard division. Uh, you don't want to be fourteen and nineteen in the AL West. No, you don't. No, you don't. In the AL Central, you might be forgiven. Um, you still have a chance. <laughs> in the AL Central. You're two games out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kind of. I mean, I think fourteen and nineteen in the AL Central. Yeah, four games out. I think. Um, okay, let's move on. We I think we have to talk about balls again. Um. <laughs> It just seems like every episode we are forced into a conversation about balls. And I, I, uh, you know, you and I don't like that. We don't. We, we like to keep this a family program. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we're family men. But, you know, most people think when they think of Matthew and Toby, they think of themselves. First, they think family men. And then they think um, family guys. Family guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you know devilishly handsome family family men um the balls well who knows what's going on with the balls all we know is the major league baseball is tinkering with the baseball and has been for several seasons now um, to the point where that we think there were two baseballs being used last year um but so far and this is data as of at the end of, the, of april so you know this is pr- provided by uh, baseball writer Joe Sheehan um, in his newsletter. But this is, you know, we're on pace for well, the league wide batting average in April of 2022 was 231. Um, it is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, the eighth lowest batting average in any month in baseball history, <laughs> since 1907, at least. Um, and you're looking at some pretty, in recent memory, uh, it's as bad as it's been since 19, the 1960s. Now, interestingly, last April was almost as bad. 2.32. So it's it's interesting, uh, and I know that a lot of people think the ball is uh, deadened uh, based on uh, home runs are way down, or they were way down. I think they're, they're still down, but I don't know how, how if way is what I would use as a uh, an adverb there. Um, but the thing is, These aren't uh, what's happening is league wide. Home runs aren't turning into like these balls that were home runs aren't turning into doubles and triples, they're turning into flyouts. April 2022 had the lowest slugging percentage in any month since 1992. So, this is it's not just batting average, it's slugging percentage being very bad. Um, And this is after introducing the DH to the National League. So, it's like you know, uh, that did not seem to help league-wide stats so
1: far. Um, They they didn't the ball, but didn't tell hitting coaches to cut with the launch angle crap. It's It's like, you can do small ball if you're hitting ground balls, but you can't do small ball if you're hitting the ball to the morning track.
0: Yeah. And that's, honestly, that's the thing that, you know, not to bring it back to Cleveland, but Cleveland has been doing the contact piece extremely well. Just making contact, uh, you know, hitting—they're uh, not—they're not swinging for the fences. Uh, at least, not all, most of the team isn't. Um, they're very elite contact hitters. So, um, I don't know. Obviously, this is something we'll keep an eye on. Um, you know, Matthew, you have got your eyes on on the balls all all day all day long. <laughs> uh, it's your second career as well. Most day people long.
1: All day long. All day long. Okay, should we, um,
0: should we go to a word from our sponsor? We can do that, yeah. I have to, we'll have to go find out who can replace Booz Allen, but <laughs> give me one minute. Yeah, one second. This episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by the Oakland Athletics, who'd like to remind everyone that major the Major League season has indeed begun. And yes, we are playing professional baseball games at historic Oakland Coliseum. It's true, we traded away the majority of our high quality players, and yes, we let our esteemed manager walk, yes, we raised ticket prices in spite of all that, and yes, our stadium is 66 years old, it has sewage problems, lighting problems, and a famous issue with vermin. Of course, we're also averaging more feral cats than fans at home games this year. But thanks to that phenomenon, the vermin count is at a 24-year low. Finally, it's true that our billionaire owner has repeatedly filled his diaper and threatened to move the team to the desert, but how would you react if local government refused to hand you a brand new waterfront development? So come on down to the ballpark. We may finish last in the standings and in attendance, but we'll always be first in Cats. Thanks to the Oakland Athletics for sponsoring this episode and for all the great baseball. I think I read. I think I saw in Sunday's game that a possum came out of the wall into the press box at Oakland Coliseum, <laughs> and that's. I'm not joking. That is actually something that happened. A possum like duck, ducked his head into the press box. Um, that <laughs> it does seem like that seems uh,
1: <laughs> that seems. Im- Possumable.
0: <laughs> oh, well, we have an episode name now. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I didn't
1: hear about two thirds of the word from our sponsor. My Wi-Fi went down. I just, you just came back talking about possums. <laughs>
0: <laughs> o- o- Oakland, yeah, Oakland Athletics were our sponsor today. And, the, you know, honestly, <clears throat> they're having a rough season. I think people kind of yeah. predicted that. It's the thing that's most alarming is that um, they're dead last in attendance by a lot. Okay, so yeah, just just go to a quick perusal or of the league wide attendance. Um, <clears throat> the Oakland Athletics are averaging at home eight thousand seven hundred eighty nine fans. Oh my gosh! They, ha- they had a game back in early May where I think they had two thousand four hundred people there, paid. Oh my. Pa- sorry, paid. I'm not talking about showing up, but this paid attendance, people who paid for their tickets. That's remarkable. That's a remarkable stat. I, I, I mean, I, I Cleveland's been bad for attendance for a long time, but it's never been that bad. I mean, I mean,
1: that, that is, that is way, way, way lower than minor league games get.
0: Yeah. It might actually be lower than a lot of minor league games. Um, I mean, Pittsburgh is 29th in the league. Uh, you know, also one of the worst teams in baseball at 11,782. Matthew, do you know who's 28th in the league? This will not shock you at all.
1: Mm, I think, I fear, I know.
0: Oh, no. Uh, it's it's uh, it's somewhere we've been together. Where they, they had an entire deck closed. <laughs> oh, really? Are the Marlins lower than the Nationals? <laughs> oh, yeah. The Marlins are uh, 28th in the league in attendance, in, in, home attendance average. 12,762. And then Cleveland is 26th. Now, granted, Cleveland only played nine games at home, uh, which is suspicious. Everybody else has played like 15 or 20 yeah. games at home and Cleveland's only played nine. Um, I assume they're going to fix that the rest of the season, but 13,863 is their average, um, which is, I mean, that's, I, I mean, look, playing, playing home games in Cleveland in April, uh, you know, the, 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 where the highs are like 48 degrees. I mean, that's, that's yeah, that'll, that'll fix itself. Um, right.
1: That is crazy. But all of these numbers are paid attendance, right? And paid. the Paid attendance is is way out of whack for the actual number of people in the stadium.
0: Y- usually. <laughs> do yeah. Know, do you know who's yeah. number one in attendance? Averaging 49,255. <sighs> Yankees. The Dodgers. Yankees West. Ah. Yankees are averaging 36,424. But I think Yankees are, that's near capacity, though. I think they can't fit 49,000. In their stadium. Oh, they come? I see. Yankees Stadium, I thought the new, new Yankee Stadium, I thought was bigger. I thought it was 55. Oh, you're right. 54,251. Oh, that is so fucking close. You were really close. I was very close. Dodger I guess Sta- Dodger Stadium is 56,000. So 56,000 exactly? That's what it says. Real numbers don't end in zero. <laughs> That's right. That's really suspicious. Okay. <laughs> Nationals Nationals are only 41,000 capacity. Anyway, we've gone on a, a quite a quite a little ta- uh quite a little tangent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can I can Sorry, I Sorry, I just looked up Guardians capacity and the first thing that comes up is what is capacity? <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with the baseball team, but it that, that made me laugh. Okay. Um <clears throat> that's not people are not used to the name Guardians. Of, yeah.
1: Talking of capacities, can I tell you what the capacity of the London Stadium is? Um, in uh, London uh, it is 60,000 people oh. uh, it is the home of West Ham United uh, a rather um, annoying soccer team in the Premier League they beat Norwich last week 4-0 a game I was at so that was very upsetting it is also the stadium that hosted MLB games when the MLB came to London uh, in 2019 The start of what was supposed to be a three year uh, commitment to London. Um, MLB was in London Stadium. The Red Sox played the Yankees in a two game series um, and it was terrible. It's a very bad stadium for uh, baseball. Anyway, last week, Sadiq Khan, the newly re elected mayor of London, was in uh, California. and he had a day with uh, MLB, and was talking about uh, uh, bringing MLB back to London Stadium. So they have signed an agreement to play games in 2023, 2024, 2026. I have researched why they are not playing games in 2025, and I cannot find anywhere any explanation why. They're playing games in 2023, 2024, 2026, 2025 go fuck yourself no one's interested (laughs) in 2025 uh in 2023 the series will again be between the red Sox and um the yankees uh but i know that they want to they have talked about trying to bring like the cubs and the cardinals over basically trying to bring over local rivalries so um maybe one day it'll be the guardians versus the reds but down the road down the road a little yeah um so they they are basically trying to make london a thing and a little bit like mean girls i just don't think it's going to be um when they had it here last time it was a huge number of americans um they have talked about having um a series around the world including i think well they did have uh, a couple of years ago the opening opening day game day, day in tokyo They've talked about having games in Seoul. They've talked about having games in Mexico City. But they seem really, really down on London. Sadiq Khan actually threw out the first pitch um, at a Giants game uh, yes, in San Francisco right. last week. The, he he posted clips throwing, um, like the first baseline of him throwing it. They did not show the catcher. <laughs> and that makes me think... Makes me think that it went very badly wrong, but it didn't go so badly wrong that like it was a comical clip that they could got show shared around on 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 Twitter, but they didn't show they didn't show the catcher and that made me very suspicious. He also threw yeah. from in front of the mound.
0: Um, yeah, most so, most people do go. that, and I would insist. I think they tell you you should throw it in front of the mound, and I think I would insist. You know, not that I've ever thrown out a first pitch, but I would insist on getting on the the rubber. You know, you, you can't you can't throw yeah. it from in front of them. I mean, that's just how- no, yeah. I think they don't want you messing up the mound. Is what they want.
1: I think they don't want you messing up the mound. George W. Bush in the first game after 9/11 threw from the mound. Yeah. Because Derek Jeter said to him, "If you throw from in front of the mound, they will boo you." (laughs) Which
0: (laughs) I think they booed him. Well, no, maybe not after 9/11. No, they booed him. Not after, Uh, not uh, after uh,
1: 9/11.
0: I think you can't.
1: I don't think I would have booed George W. Bush after (laughs) 9/11. Uh, Looking back, <laughs> no, it no, <laughs> was his one pass. <laughs> so yeah, MLB is coming. everyone coming to London. I mean, I don't live in London, and I don't think I'd want to go and watch baseball at London Stadium. You are a mile away from the pitch. It's a it's a soccer stadium. Like you're a long, long, long way away from the field um, in London Stadium. So I'm not. I don't have any interest in going. I would rather fly to America and watch a game in a baseball stadium, but you know, they are trying to make baseball a thing over here and that, you know, Well,
0: we, we might have to send a correspondent um, or, or figure out a way to politely decline if they do ask us to, 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 to go, you know, I mean, I mean, this is going to be, I mean, I, I also saw that um, Sadiq Khan was asked, well, you know, I think he might've floated the idea of, of bringing uh, like an actual team to London and rob manfred said like yeah maybe i don't know like you know he was basically like yeah yeah i would i I'm definitely open to it <laughs> um which yeah. is the polite way of saying that's never ever going to happen um nah, it's mean, the tra- happen the travel alone for whoever you know that team is going to be that'd be just nuts you'd have to have at least three or four teams over there
1: <laughs> oh bloody yeah it would it, it would not happen the day after he threw out the first pitch he went as part of his review into Uh, cannabis law in the uk he went to a weed farm and (laughs) there are some incredible photos of him just staring intently at weed so um (laughs) i don't think baseball i don't think there's a baseball team gonna be coming over here
0: well when they do play over there there are some potential rule changes that they might (laughs) 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 that might they might be playing new rules they might be playing under (laughs) Um, I think we wanted to we wanted to do this at the beginning of the season um and we're still, you know, in the first half of the season, so we can do it now. Uh but there are, as part of the new CBA and the the aftermath of the, of the new CBA, and 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 holdovers from the uh you know, COVID shortened season. There there are some new there are potential rule changes that are various degrees of in being in the works and um some of them are more likely to happen than others. Uh, and some of them are already here. Um, so, I think we wanted to go through and grade, give individual grades to the potential rule changes in terms of our our viewpoint. Like, what what do we individually think um, in terms of whether it's good for the sport, right, or, or for our enjoyment of the sport? I think is maybe the better way to say that. So let's, let's take these one at a time. And I, I think I want to start with a uh, the least controversial of the batch here. This is the universal designated hitter. It seems to be really popular. Just across mm. the board, right? I think no. Oh, okay. No,
1: no, no, no. It's boring. <laughs> it's boring.
0: But, I mean, it's I don't know who, who you guys are. Who Who are the Nationals rolling out as a designated hitter? Is it? Do you have one?
1: Nelson Cruz.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot he was on your team.
1: <laughs> and he's kind of boring. I mean, he's 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 heating up, but. <sighs> I mean, it's fine. It's fine. If I'm grading this, it's a, it's a B minus. Oh, okay. It's,
0: it's just, higher than I thought know, it would
1: be. I mean, it's just... It, it sucks, but there's, not, there's nothing to hate about it. I don't hate the Universal DH. I hate... To me, this is like... People who don't have an attention span wanting to watch baseball... It's people who don't have a love of craft who want to watch watch baseball. It's like, okay, fine, we'll go Disneyland. Fine, whatever.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's... it's um, Yeah, I think we've talked about The Designator quite a bit on this show. I, I, I think um, I haven't actually watched... I'll tell you this. It's... I'm relieved not to... It's always fun to watch... Your pitcher's bat when you're playing in the National League ballparks because we never ever do, Um, and it is a little bit disappointing that will not happen anymore. However, I'm always on it. I don't know about other people, but I'm always on edge that like something bad's going to happen and one of our pitchers is going to get hurt. (laughs) And I really don't. It's I mean for a long time that was our only. It very rarely does, but um, I you know uh, for the longest time pitching was the strength of our team and so I, I think that was the um, you know that's that was the root of that that anxiety but anyway I so you gave it a b minus I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a b too. I have I haven't noticed anything really other than you know being able to have Fran Milrea's bat in the in the National League um, <laughs> but uh, okay okay this so this is another one that uh, we think is Coming down the pike, it's definitely being tested a lot in the minor leagues, various and independent leagues, various um, different iterations of this. These are pitch clocks, um, clocks to to you know the time between once the ball is returned to the pitcher, how much time they have to deliver the next pitch. Matthew, what say you about this?
1: It's fine. B plus. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> I mean, I think as long as they don't get crazy and, and make it, like, silly. Um, and I think the way that it's being used is essentially to just, like, be a bit of a backstop to the umpire. Like, umpires are giving it a bit of flexibility. They're not being dicks about it. It's not kind of like, you know, on the be of the bang, they get a, a ball. Um, and I, I, if they if they use it sensibly, great. If it's there to kind of, like, stop pitchers being ridiculous great what you don't want is like it to be slapstick and for them to turn it into like throw 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 and they seem to be using it sensibly so far so i'm okay i'm okay
0: i yeah you're totally right it's the umpire it's it's the umpire's discretion right the, they're they're you know yeah. leaving it up to umpires and 95 percent of the time 98 percent of the time umpires are being you know what what's the word um Non-assholes. Uh, and that's good. Um, <laughs> I did see one game. I don't know what what, what league it was. It, it was, they clearly had a pitch clock. There was, like, two runners on the last inning, two outs, two strikes on the batter. And the batter, like, stepped out. And the umpire called strike three for the batter not being in the box um, and ended the game. And I was like, now that's the kind of thing where that happened in the major leagues, uh, that, you know espn might actually lead their broadcast with baseball (laughs) um (laughs) but i i think you're right the pace of play this you know if we're not going to cut down on um you know the advertising windows uh the pitch clocks and the time between pitches is probably the the best way to cut back on 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 time duration of a game um and I, I, one thing happening this season already is the catchers and pitchers are using, or um, have the opportunity to use a new technology, PitchCom, which is basically like a little device on their wrist. Do you, you know about this, Matthew? No. Oh, okay. This is so not every team is, or not every players, not all players are using oh. it.
1: Instead of this, instead of the signs.
0: Yeah, they're not doing signs. They're doing like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, I'm and sorry. It, Apparently, yeah. it broadcasts to the pitcher and like three other players on the field, like. What the pitch is going to be like? Curveball, low, outside. Oh.
1: To other players? To the pl- To the players was, on the field. I thought it was just between the pitcher and catcher. It
0: it the pitcher is obviously has to have the speaker in his hat, but three other players can have it. So that usually it's like the shortstop, center fielder, people up, up the I, middle defensively who are going to adjust there. That. Yeah. Well, you know, we we don't really know the full ramifications here because it's not being used. It's even used widely, but not like it's not predominant yet. Um, I will say this: uh, game times are down on average six minutes already from last year. Um, yeah. That's not a ton yeah. of time, but that's that's not insignificant. And I've watched some games where I know that the new the pitchers were using the pitch situ- uh system, and it is so much quicker. It is so much faster, and the pitchers seem to like it. They're getting into like a rhythm, um, which I think you know. Anyway. The ebbs and flows of baseball—it's wonderful. Um, let's move on to another rule. This is the, this is this is going to be a controversial one: banning defensive shifts. Could be coming to baseball next year. F. No <laughs> way. I'm not interested in this.
1: I think I'm it, not interested in this. I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested in this. Be better at batting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I kind of feel like adding a rule like this is so antithetical to baseball like let the deep you get nine players put them anywhere you want you know yeah do yeah. how, how do you get how are you going to control like to say oh yeah two, you got to have two people on this side of second base two people on this side of you know like i don't know i agree with you 100 percent um but <laughs> i'm gonna give this uh because cleveland has seemed to build their team They built their team, uh, maybe on purpose, probably not, uh, to be a contact heavy team. Um, they're going to, they spray the ball everywhere. They aren't, they, other than a few players on the team, they're not pull pull heavy. Um, so banning defensive shifts, like if Jose Ramirez is an MVP candidate every, you know, uh, annually at this point, look out, like He's gonna start yeah. ha- hitting forty <laughs> points better in that batting average. Uh, it's it's gonna be nuts. <laughs> so it, selfishly, I think this is gonna help the Cleveland's. Um, but uh, I, you know, I, uh, I it it to me, I just it's disgusting to think about. Um, anyway, I would give it a I would give it a D, and that's only because of the selfish interests.
1: <laughs> okay, next up, automatic balls and strike zones. Oh, They're man. talking about it they're testing it but the testing is not going great from i mean I, I i assume that the clips that get shared on twitter are of the test not going great rather than the test going great because the <laughs> test going great it's not very viral um but this is this is being talked about and i've got strong views on this one how about you toby
0: i i think okay i think um <laughs> I I think I, again, this is one of those things where I just don't think this is going to be as helpful as, until we have a perfect robot system, I don't think that calling balls and strikes via robot, via computer, is going to be as accurate as we, in our brains, think it's going to be. Um, And we'll be upset a lot about things that don't match the eye test. Um, You know, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I, have you seen the news that, um, so Major League Baseball's umpire grading system, they have their own proprietary system, and uh, there are, like, umpire scorecards out there on the internet They do their own thing. I, I don't even know what technology they use, but, you know, they have, like, 97% accuracy and, like, called strikes for 92% accuracy, and, it's, and it costs, you know... It led to an outcome of 0.7 runs in favor of the Boston Red Sox. You know that kind of, You've seen those scorecards on the internet. They get passed around mm. every once in a while when mm. they're really egregious. Well, apparently Major League Baseballs when they grade their own umpires, they have a lot more, like an extra inch of leniency on the on the on the edges of the strike zone. So, if you're off by an inch, they they'll, they'll give they'll you know they give their umpires the benefit of the doubt. Even if it was off the plate by an inch or high by an inch or low by an inch. Right. And like that's right. something that I think seems reasonable but really rewards uh, umpires who have inconsistent strike zones. Anyway, I'm going to give this a. I'm the other piece of this is the challenge system part of this where if you can ch- – I guess the way it works is if it's a human umpire but you can challenge the call – and like what what we're going to wait 20 minutes to see how long they can figure out the call in New nonsense.
1: York it's nonsense it's nonsense this is the same problem they have with var in soccer in the mm-hmm. premier league video assistant referee or whatever you've moved from a situation where the human on the field makes an error in real time without any disruption to the game to a situation where a video assistant is making errors not in real time at tremendous disruption to the game or, or maybe like not, not even making errors but like would you rather watch a game in which the umpire had an expanded strike zone maybe an inch outside
0: mm-hmm. and he's
1: given that inch to everyone and you know whatever it's fine and there's one or two that are inconsistent would you rather that or would you rather fuck about going back and forward with challenges and arguing over the whether the robot was great or not? I just think, you know, part of my enjoyment of sport is arguing about human error. Yeah. I, I don't even love the replay system that much. I mean, I I get it in, in some in some circumstances, but to me, arguing over whether the umpire screwed up or not and having the the managers coming out and arguing this is spectacle. I'm not a purist about the game. I'm a purist about the spectacle, and we're losing a lot of the spectacle. I,
0: that you nailed it. That's why. That's the, the part that I think that I, I why I dislike this as much as I do. I'm going to give this one a D. because I, I just don't look. I think you you know you can't as a manager you can't go ar- argue balls and strikes. As a player you can't do that. You get tossed. Sure. But now you get tossed. And the umpire's like, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, you know, I kind of thought that was yeah. outside too. You know, that completely ruins the. Uh, but yeah. I have no choice here. I got to toss you. The robot called it a strike. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just,
1: it's, it's nonsense. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's just not. Yeah. All right, let's keep going.
0: Yeah. Larger bases. They're going to add some girth to the bases, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um... I, I do like this because it, it, it
1: to me uh, i'm not a super expert on this stuff but i just think if th- this is gonna encourage stealing and i love stealing
0: yeah i think i think they're trying that's what they're trying to do um I have no idea what the point of this is, but I, I like it. I'm, I am you know, make them comically large every once in a while, you know, just like they're, they're <laughs> just like they're, they're experimenting with different, different balls. Um, they should experiment with different base sizes, <laughs> you know, like, you know, giant bases, like a, like a kickball game. <laughs> um,
1: the, so it's, it's more, it's more of a beanbag. <laughs> uh,
0: Uh, The the other rule here is is the draft lottery uh, being implemented to discourage tanking. I think this was a bigger headline after the CBA resolution, and I think nobody cares about this anymore. I don't know. It's not working. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, teams are tanking. I uh, I was really in
1: favor of this when the Nationals were really good, and now I'm dead against it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the Nationals actually are very famously. Uh, recipients of uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if oh, they yeah. were, I don't know if they were tanking they were just like expansion team bad um, in the late two th- late mid to late 2000s uh, and they definitely
1: weren't tanking they definitely weren't tanking they just had no they had no farm system right. they had no well they had a farm system and then they were running it illegally and <laughs> had a load of players whose ages they were lying about and so on and they were just they were they were terrible and um, that's not tanking that's just being shit.
0: uh and then this is another one along similar lines where i think what are we giving that one i'm i'm gonna give that a c minus i don't care sure (laughs) in order to prohibit uh service time manipulation um they're gonna be draft picks rewarded for i don't even know including rookies on your team a plus is this working okay
1: uh I don't know if it's working yet, but it is definitely a good idea.
0: I don't like service time manipulation, so I'm I'm with you mm. on that. Uh, uh-uh.
1: uh. Uh-uh. I mean, we we have um Luis Garcia's uh, uh, prospect in the Nationals farm system who's supposed to be coming up at some point um to play at shortstop, and we need a shortstop, and there's some talk about whether he's ready or not. Uh, but I, this is not like an egregious case of service time manipulation. Um, but it is definitely. Service time manipulation adjacent. <laughs> so I'm not. I, I think the jury's out on whether it's working or not. But I'm super pro trying.
0: Yeah. Uh, if anything, the, you know, I one of the best things about this season so far for Cleveland, anyway, is that we've had a lot of rookies make their debuts early on in the season. That never happens in Cleveland. Um, and then in Kansas City, the their top prospect started. You know, opening day was on the team. Bobby Witt Jr. Um, again, that's something that just doesn't happen um, in other years. So I'm just happy to see that. Um, you know, mo- I want more of that. Um, okay, last last one. Uh, next season, starting next season, player uniforms will feature arm sleeve advertising. Now they already feature the, the Nike logo. I mean, we all—they're all the Nike logo is on <laughs> every Major League Baseball uniform now. That was a big deal like seven years ago, whatever that was. Um, and Padres have already rolled out their sponsor it's motorola they're gonna have a motorola patch and it's they're not small they're like uh you know the the same size as like if like their general manager died or like their owner died right you know that kind of whatever that is like a a commemorative patch um they're gonna have a giant motorola logo on their sleeve what do you so where i mean i think i personally do not like that i can't imagine anybody's gonna be really in favor of this it's about having do you have strong feelings about this or are you kind of at peace you know you and your side i don't
1: I don't love it, but we have so much of that on soccer uniforms that, uh, you know, it's it's fine. I mean, the crazy thing about the crazy thing about this is that like, there's there's um, a bit of a, a bit of a trend towards getting soccer jerseys with no sponsors on them, um, and a lot of fans don't like it. A lot of fans are like, "Well, that's not the authentic uniform that the players are wearing." So I want the logo. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? Like, what is wrong with you? You want, you want, you purposefully want to be advertising like a gambling company or some like fucking, you know, dickhead car car company. I, I don't get that. But like, a lot of fans kind of feel like it's so ingrained that it's you know it's part of the authentic experience. Um, mm-hmm. The 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 Manchester United just sold their arm patch. Uh, sponsorship for 70 million Pounds Holy what Yeah I mean a multi-year deal uh, Like a three-year deal but 70 million So that's like what 75 million dollars I mean it's a lot A lot of money um, That was a Joke about the pound tanking um, <laughs> its, it's it, it can be a lot A lot a lot of money um, But you know I'm patch I'm okay I'm okay with that you know, as long as they don't have it on the back of the jersey or the front of the jersey, and become like Formula One. As long yeah. as it's not like Formula One, I'm okay.
0: Exactly. I don't want. You know, we just got went through a name change. I don't want to be the the Cleveland Snapples. You know, I don't. I don't want that to happen. Um, you know, yeah. that that would be.
1: Although uh, I've always said that the Nationals being sponsored by National Car Hire would be totally fine by
0: me, <laughs> or the Washington Walgreens. National. <laughs> Walgreens already have the Walgreens logo on your uniform.
1: Yeah, that's less funny. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, All right, that's that is the rule changes,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Well, what did you give that grade wise? Uh, C minus. Yeah. That sounds right. C-minus is my, like, I don't give a shit grade. Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm just like, you know, I mean, if they were to say we're going to put the patches on and we're going to take off one advert per break, then I'm all over.
0: Yeah. Then
1: I'm all over it. Oh, you can fucking fill the whole shirt up. That is the (laughs) pace of play solution. Yeah. To get rid of the TV breaks. That is the problem with pace of play, not pitch clock or... Batter's getting out of the box. It is TV. TV is to blame. Burn your television.
0: We're <laughs> really rewarding people <laughs> who listen to the end of the episode here. Um, here. But we actually, before we wrap here, Matthew, tell yeah tell we, do have, about, we, have, we have some good news. Yeah, go We have it.
1: some good news. We haven't done an episode for ages because of reasons. But we have another episode next week. One week from today, we are going to be talking to an actual former professional baseball player, a candidate for the Iowa State House, and a former opponent of Steve King, who is very bad. JD Sholton. Steve King is very is bad. going to be. <laughs> Steve King is very bad. JD Sholton is going to be on the show. He is a candidate for Iowa State House, and he is running on the huge issue the gigantic Iowa issue of MLB blackouts you cannot watch baseball in Iowa it sucks there's uh, I think five teams who have the whole of Iowa blacked out and he's running on that as a political campaign issue I'm on his email list I think asked him how I got into his email list because I don't know but he, his campaign sent out an email with like a petition or something about MLB blackouts. And I was like, this person should be on, <laughs> on Battery Mates. And lo and behold, he is on Battery Mates next week. And I'm really excited to talk to him about it.
0: Um, well, Matthew, I mean, next, so next time you're, well, we can talk about this with, um, with JD when we talk to him. But uh, I imagine, you know, next time you're in Iowa, you can't watch any baseball. So you're gonna have to get out there actually you know get, grab your glove grab some balls i don't know what you're gonna do
1: but i'm gonna go into the middle of a cornfield
0: <laughs> and
1: i'm gonna shuck those balls
0: shag those balls